Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Well, very pleasant. Good Monday morning, everyone. Welcome into Life Planning 101 on KTX and KWBY. Terry Slavens with you, joined as always by Angela Kennedy Robinson. Good morning, Angela. Yes, good morning and Merry Christmas. As I heard my minister say on Christmas Eve service, the 12 days of Christmas really begin on Christmas Day. So for the next 12 days, it's Merry Christmas, right? That's right. Um, but we have a great show uh, lined out. I think someone in Congress has my number. And what I mean by that is this is the third year in a row that I've spent part of my holiday reading a ginormous bill. Okay. (laughs) So we had tax reform, right? Right. Then we had Secure Act last year. And this year we have the none other than the Coronavirus Response and Relief Supplemental Appropriations Act of 2021. The omnibus. Yes. Uh, You know, the summary is only 29 pages. So is that part? And by the way, by the time we get through the end of the show, you may have some questions. And if you do, I want you to know that you can email us, okay? Lifeplanning at Kennedy-Financial.com. Again, lifeplanning at Kennedy-Financial.com. And ask for this. We'll send you the summary so you don't have to dig through the whole thing because there's a lot of areas in here of benefactors. And we want to make sure that you know what's available to you. And not only what's available to you, but a lot of... Um, you know, our clients sit on boards of, you know, nonprofits, and there's tons in here for nonprofits. We're talking not just the PPP money or EIDL money. We're talking about grants for, you know, theaters and uh, museums and things to that nature. So make sure that you're looking at all these options to be able to voice out because I know um, when the first round of PPP went through we talked to a couple charities that we support and we, we love and they said, well, we had no idea we could participate. So right. This is some big stuff. Here. Absolutely. And there is the second round of PPP in this bill. Right. And you need to know that. And there's a second round of the EIDL grant in this bill. And we're going to talk about those details as we get throughout the day. But this is some big stuff that's available to people. And you need to know what you, you don't know right now. Uh, <laughs> so I thought I'd start with this. You know, I found this little uh, coin term that the opposite of pro is con. Right. So the opposite of progress is. Congress. <laughs> yes, okay. But in this instance, I was actually sitting there. My husband was laughing at me because we were driving as I was reading through and says, Whoa, wow, huh, interesting. I can't believe this. So there is like a lot of good stuff in here that I think there is going to be able to help everybody out. And it really goes against the term that we need to stop electing people that are terrible with money. <laughs> well, I mean, and that's really, I don't know if that's true, because it's a $2.3 trillion bill right. at the end of the day, right? And so many people just see bits and pieces, and they make their determination off of just the, the surface, the fluff. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And there is that. I mean, obviously, you saw Trump's remarks, I'm sure, over the weekend. And, um, you know, and he's trying to get more money into the, the pockets of individuals. And that is something to note before we dive into this is that uh, Trump did sign the bill, but he enacted um, something that was done back in the 70s where he redlined the bill. 
he's sending it back to Congress and saying, I want this out and I want this changed. So it's going back into the House to vote today, and it has to have a two-thirds vote in mm. the House, and then it goes back to the Senate tomorrow. So, two-thirds vote also in the Senate? You know, I don't know. That's a great okay. question. I don't know if it's two-thirds vote, but the Senate is the the real big issue because the Republicans don't want to give more than the $600 per person uh, where Trump really wants to hand out a lot of money. So I'm not sure that's, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. We'll have to see with that part, but pretty much everything else is in play. And that's really good because it needs to be because it, it avoided the government shutting down, um, which actually costs us more money if that happens. And then the second thing is, is we needed to clean. We need cleanup on aisle nine from the first uh, go round of this when we didn't know what the heck was going on with these PPP loans. There was tons of questions and there was a lot of cleanup done in this bill. So it's very, very, very helpful. So before we dive in, we're going to take a break. And the reason why is because we're going to dive hot and heavy and we're going to go down these 29 pages I got marked up, and you're going to have fun, but you're going to learn something. Hopefully, at the end of the day, you'll get a little money out of the deal. And welcome back. Life Planning 101. We have a lot of stuff to get to, so Angela? Yeah, we got a bill, right? <laughs> we got a bill, so a we got we got to get through it because this has everything to do with your business and your money. And I'm just going to go ahead and pre-apologize because we're just going to go straight down these 29 pages summary quote unquote and really hit the highlights and again i want you to know make sure you can go on our website uh, contact us our website's www.kennedy-financial.com we'll send you this summary and if you tell us what you're looking for i'll tell you even what page to go to um, because i think this is really important for people to know what's available to them and there i think there's something in here for a little bit of everybody and that's what's really good so let's start with uh unemployment okay so the number of weeks for unemployment actually increased from 39 to 50 in this bill. Also, if you remember back at the beginning of COVID when there was the extra $600 payment, okay, right. well, they redid that, reinstated that. It's $300 per week, but there is the extra $300 per week, and it ends in March uh, 2021. So, you know, if you're still unemployed or aren't, are unemployed, you need to make sure that you're taking advantage of those situations, no doubt. I think there's some, a lot of people ask, well, I'm a farmer or I'm a self-employed person. It doesn't matter because those federal benefits are still available. And a lot of farmers don't realize that. They think, well, I'm, I'm not eligible for that at the state level. Well, you might not be, but you might be at the federal level. Right. And even in addition to that, there's an extra $100 a week that can go out. So just note that there is some, some benefits for you, and I think that's big. You know, another thing that's uh, really powerful is what Trump has been fighting to get the $2,000 for, and that's per person, per taxpayer, per Social Security number, right? And it's not just money, and people need to realize that. It's a refundable tax credit, okay? So the way that this is going to happen is, you're, and you already got one round of this earlier in the year, is it'll hit your tax return, and then it'll show up as a tax credit that you already received, okay? But here's the catch, all right? If you have income as an individual of over 75,000 adjusted gross income or as a married person of over 150,000, there's a reduction in that. So you could actually end up owing that back if your income, because they're gonna go off of your 2019 income. So if you actually made money in 2020 and you're, you're better off than you were, you might need to look at those numbers hot and heavy and you might not want to spend that money <laughs> because you might need it to pay back, right? But it's going to pretty much look identical to what had happened 
um, in that first round of payments. And obviously there was a lot of confusion if, you know, you had uh, Social Security you were receiving by mail and you're going to have to go through all those same hoops to get it. So uh, just be aware that in the next couple of days we should have a clarifying amount on that, whether it's 600, 2000 or somewhere in between. Um, or they may all just get mad at each other and do nothing. There is that. Uh, so <laughs> we'll see what happens. Let's talk about payroll taxes because a lot of people in August heard the president come out and say, well, we're going to defer the payment of all of these payroll taxes from September to the end of the year. And then you can use the first part of next year to pay those payroll taxes. And then if you didn't pay them by May 1st, there'd start to be penalties, right? So it extended that. It extended it through December 2021. So you can actually not pay your payroll taxes and then you can have that repayment all year next year, which I think was pretty powerful because I know a lot of people that did that and they were thinking, how are we going to get this paid back in the next three months? Right. Because we don't have that money. Now, this is for individuals. This is for employers. Oh, okay. Yeah, employers. So great question. All right, so now we're going to dive into PPP, but we're not yet. (laughs) I'm going to give you a little sneak peek, right? Because that's probably the biggest part of this whole um, bill. But I do want to clarify this. We're going to talk about loan forgiveness as a whole, because this deals with the PPP, and this deals with the EIDL grants, and any other loan relief that you receive because of the CARES Act earlier this year. So this is where I was like, in shock and awe, I will tell you. Because normally the government, if they're not going to get you going, they're going to get you coming. And if they're not going to get you coming, they're going to get you going, right? Right. So you're not going to get a double benefit. Well, in this case, you did. Because the provision clarifies that the gross income that you receive from any forgiveness for those loans is not taxable. Not taxable. The forgiveness is not taxable. Usually when you get a loan forgiven, it's taxable. taxable. Okay. Secondly, you can still deduct the expenses that you use the PPP money for. So if you used it for payroll, yeah. you can still deduct that. That's right. So you get a double benefit. Double dipping, it's called. That's, yeah, that's pretty <laughs> awesome. That's like never heard of by Congress. I mean, come on. Usually there's a sneaky little small fine print there that's going to take it back away, right? right? In this case, I couldn't find it. And trust me, I look for it. So I think that's huge to know. Same thing goes with the EIDL grants. Okay, so you receive that grant money. We still didn't know. Remember, we said, well, probably going to be that you're going to receive it, but you're going to have to report it on your gross income and you get to take the deductions, which it'll net out to zero. But they're actually letting you net negative here and take a deduction and save even more on your taxes. That's huge. And originally, if you got the IDL grant with your PPP loan, they're going to take the grant amount off of the forgiven portion that's right and, and they've done that away with that they've now. done that away with that so i'm jumping ahead no that. and you are but that is that is okay because i think that is a very 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 important note um that you need to make sure of because we had clients that we said well you'd be better to do this one than this one right or you need to do both or whatever well if you didn't do both now's your time okay now is your time if you didn't do the ppp loan or the eidl loan you need to go back and you need to do it because there's second rounds for everything here now just like what happened before i bet you that money's going to run out real quick right so you need to make sure you get on the ball and make sure that you're getting it done and we will talk further about that um, later on the show because i want to make sure very clear you understand what those eidl numbers look like because it, i think there's there's more benefit than even just that so this is huge Okay, so let's skip on to farming losses here. 
And at the end of the show, I'm also going to go down a list of lots of farming and ranching benefits. This was another big surprise for me. I was like, wow, who wrote this bill? I mean, was this someone out of Indiana? Because (laughs) (laughs) this is, it really benefits farmers and ranchers. They did a dang good job here. And in this, usually they're the ones getting the short end of the stick as they were during the CARES Act. Right. When it first came out, they didn't know. Can I do this? Can I not do this? What's available to me? And, you know, they were suffering. If you remember, there was lots of news about our farmers and ranchers suffering. So this is an interesting one. So this one is an election to waive an application of certain modifications to farming losses. So if you remember in the CARES Act, they actually allowed you to elect to carry back two years over five years, right? Well, the way it was kind of written, it was like, well, you had to do it. Well, in this case, they're not making farmers do that. They give them the option to do that carry back loss. And the reason why is because there's tons of compliance for farmers um, due to other grants and benefits that they received. So they their clarifications eliminate those unnecessary compliance burdens for farmers, which I think is huge. They needed to do that, which is, you know, something that, again, I just I was shocked of how much was in here for farmers and ranchers. Okay, so let's talk about extension of credits for paid sick and family leave back to employers here. So employers, and and there's a lot more to this than I'm going to say. I'm going to encourage you, go on our website. We will send you this summary so you can read it. Because if you have had people that you've paid for sick and family leave, you need to know what's going on here as an employer. But basically, they're extending the refundable payroll tax credits to be able to pay your employees for that time. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to know what I'm talking about if you're an employer here. I'm not going to get off into the details of it. The main thing is make sure you go to our website and request the summary, www.kennedy-financial.com. For those of you that you know are already subscribed to our newsletter, we're going to put this in our newsletter too. So it will be there, which is big. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break because when we come back, we are going to be talking about continuing the Paycheck Protection Program right here on Life Planning 101. Final segment, Life Planning 101, Angela. Yes, nothing like a year-end show when we're diving into a congressional bill, right? Um, <laughs> but uh, it is what it is, and I think everybody's happy because it has a little money in it for them, right? right. So uh, let's go back to this PPP, and let's talk about some revisions that they made and some additions that they made, because this is big stuff. One of the things they did, and they needed to do this, um, is they created additional eligible expenses for the PPP money that would be forgiveness items. So covered operational expenses... Um, like payment of software, cloud computing, that was there. Covered property damage costs. So due to any public disturbances that occurred during this year that weren't covered by insurance, you can use PPP money for that. Covered supplier costs. So when you're you know, making contracts, purchase orders, those types of things. Uh, covered worker protection expenditures, you know, so that they could follow the guidelines for what's going on in our world today with COVID-19. So I think that's really big. And um, one thing to note is the the 60-40 rule applies, right? So 60% of this had to be spent on payroll. Now, with that payroll, they did clarify that does mean employee benefits too. So if you're paying for insurance, if you're paying for, you know, all those items that are pre-tax items, they are covered in that payroll amount. So, but 60-40, one of the things that they did, so there was originally you had to spend it in eight weeks, remember? So that extended to 24 weeks. So you've got that. So that's really nice for the forgiveness loan uh, or forgiveness part of it. And 
The other thing that is interesting is that if you were eligible for forgiveness before, but you haven't got forgiveness yet, you can use these items for your past PPP loan. Okay, so, so retroactive. Yeah, and we had said on a previous show you may not want forgiveness till later in the year because there might be more to come, and this is one of the reasons why. The second reason why was if you ended up giving part of your PPP money back but then wished you wouldn't have, you can reapply for that as long as you didn't receive forgiveness. So there was another big thing. So that's great. All right, now there is a cool thing in here. If you are a small business that is applying for $150,000 or less, there is a simplified application and simplified forgiveness process for this PPP loan. They've done that for the banks, thank goodness. <laughs> um, so that was really good. So it shouldn't take you much, if, if anything, to get that done. And then let's see, I'm drawing down here. Paycheck Protection Program Second Draw Loans. I think this is where everybody's probably most interested. So do you want to take a second draw? Can you take a second draw? This is technically, as they said, for the smaller and harder hit businesses. And there's a maximum loan amount of $2 million. So what's the eligibility? Number one, you can't have more than 300 employees. Number two, you have to have used or will use the full amount of your first PPP proceeds. And number three, now listen carefully, you have to demonstrate at least a 25% reduction in gross receipts, in gross receipts during the first, second, or, or third quarter of 2020 in relative to 2019. So everybody was thinking, well, I have to have this massive reduction in income all year. No. Or one quarter, right. one quarter. That's big, right? So, and remember, this is for businesses and nonprofits, housing cooperatives, veterans organizations, tribal businesses, self-employed people. Don't forget farmers, ranchers, independent contractors, whoever you are. Okay, so there's, there's a lot of ineligibles but it's doubtful that if you're in a for-profit business that you aren't eligible, okay? So get after it, get ready. And like I mentioned earlier in the show, if you did the EIDL loan or vice versa and didn't do the first round, you might still consider being able to do the PPP for the second round, it's very important. And then let's talk about loan terms. What do these look like? Very similar to the first uh, time, first round. Two and a half times the average monthly payroll cost in one year prior to the loan on the calendar, okay? On a calendar year. So. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. And we mentioned the loan forgiveness of the fact that you have to have the 60-40 payroll, non-payroll to non-payroll costs, which is big. Now, what about maximum loan amount for farmers and ranchers? They think, well, I show a net loss on my Schedule F for every year because I buy too much green paint. (laughs) (laughs) Happens, right? So this is really cool. Um, They did clarify you can utilize your gross income for 2019 reported on your Schedule F, okay? So your gross income, not your net income. And I know there's a lot of question around that. Uh, if you had a favorable bank, they were willing to work with you. We had other banks that we had to try to move people from because they weren't willing to work from you, but they came out and just stated it. It's as easy as this, guys. It's their gross income from 2019 that we're working on. So I think that's really big. So that ends the piece of the PPPs. But while we're on farm and ranch, we're not going to leave you hanging because I wanted to be able to kind of go through here and just, I know we've got a lot of listeners that are in that industry and need to know what's out there. So we're going to get to you. There's a couple other things, all right? So we talked about grants for organizations. 
theatrical, museums, theaters, those types of things. If you sit on those boards, make sure that they're aware there might be something in here for them. There's $15 billion, so it's going to go quick. But you might as well take a look and see what you can't get done. Extension of debt relief programs. Business owners, I, I know we've had a couple clients that have SBA loans. This is one time it probably pays to be in, you know, doing business with the government, right? Because they forgave a certain amount of months. Well, they're going to do additional three months of forgiveness of a principal and um, interest starting in February of 2021. It will be capped at $9,000 a month. And then those industries that were hit hardest by the pandemic, such as food service, okay, they can go all the way out to six months. Wow, that's a lot. That is a lot of benefits. So I was, like I say, I was just so impressed and I was sitting there going, oh, this is good. Oh, oh, oh. There's a lot of money on the table. You need to make sure you know what's available. We mentioned the EIDL loans. If you were eligible for an EIDL loan before, or a grant before, and you're in a low-income community, apply again because you can get a double round of it. Double round of the grant, double round of the loan. Wow. Yes, that's big. The other thing about that is that if you didn't get your full grant money or your full loan money during the first time, reapply. See what happens. You might be able to get it if that there's enough money in the second round, right? Um, but I think that's really big. And then the other thing, you remember they only had three days to disperse that? Last time, so it was just a madhouse. They got 21 days now. So just know that it might not happen as quick as it did in the past or in the first round. And then we did mention that it doesn't offset the PPP loan and vice versa. So that's really, really big. Okay, so farmers and ranchers, I promised you a few minutes at the end of the show. This is big stuff. Um, We're going to get to it if I got to the right page, of course. So let's talk about agriculture programs. There is 11 point approximately $2 billion that's going to the office secretary to be able to make a ton of money that's going out to programs. So be looking. Wherever you look for money, whatever industry you're in, be looking for what programs are going to be out there. We've already seen some of those come through this year from the first round. There's going to be more of it. So that's really good. There was also $100 million that gave money to the specialty crop block grant program. Okay. There was also $100 million that went to the local agriculture market program for the local ag farmers, which was huge. There was also another $75 million that went to farming opportunities training and outreach programs. So that's really big. There's also another $20 million that went to agricultural research to support gaps in nutrition. Dairy, another big thing. There's um, donation programs of $400 million in margin coverage payments uh, to be able to help you if you had a, a rough year, which I think is really good. There's $60 million to be able to upgrade um, packing plants and meat and poultry you know, uh, facilities, which right. is much needed. We all know that. I Man, we tried to get a steer process because they were worthless to take to the cell, and we couldn't get it done. Get yeah, it. there was nowhere to do it. So this is big for them to be able to recognize that, and I probably we need to thank some of these uh, agriculture states and their, their congressmen for putting that in there. That's huge just so we can get food to the table. And then um, there's support for farm stress programs. Um, So those are for block to state departments of agriculture to use for farm stress programs. And I think that's huge. So like I said, the biggest thing for you to do, farmers and ranchers, is be looking. Be looking often because you might not see anything. This money takes a minute to trickle out. 
So it might not see anything for a couple weeks, but be looking on what you can be able to take advantage of based on the industry that you're in. So I know this was a lot of information. Make sure you go to our website, www.kennedy-financial.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Ask for something specific. We're happy to send it to you. There's too much money on the table to miss out on. And How quick do you think? this will take place since you know you know what they get everything signed yeah manukin was hoping by the end of the year it's not going to happen because the delay in the signature of the president so it's going to be within the next month we'll see starts everything start to roll out so um you know just be on the lookout we'll keep you updated right here on life planning 101 and uh as we said before as we're still in the 12 days of christmas merry christmas to you and happy new year let's make 2021 something new and better it's got to be better right extraordinary (laughs) my name my name is Angela Robinson. God bless you. God bless this country that we live in and prayers for your safety as we finish out these holidays. We're in the great town of Eastland, Texas, and we are just so blessed to be able to live in such a great state and in such a great nation. And it's truly a pleasure to be able to serve all of you. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services Incorporated is an independent of Calton and Associates Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.